Even when the Mets win, they still lose. The thumbs down saga is here. And we are back with Dale Tom Starmato alongside Jack Parodi. Jack, like, just how dumb can you be, man? Like, if you're Javi Baez. <laughs> I, he's a fiery player, man, but like, don't. Don't let it get outside the clubhouse. Don't let the media know and then just blow it up. Like that was that was all I saw yesterday about the Mets. I hardly saw anything about them scoring eleven runs and winning that game. I only saw things about the thumbs down. That's it. Right. So like also they've been doing it for three weeks, right? They've been doing it for three weeks, which they started doing it on the road also. So that there's that. But at the same time, here's my thing. Like if you want to do that to motivate you, that's more than fine. Just keep that in the clubhouse. Yeah. Keep it in the clubhouse. Don't start sitting here sp- like don't start sitting here like blaming the fans for for your poor play at home. Listen, I'm not batting fifth. I'm not up with runners in scoring position. You are. You're up with runners in scoring position. You're pitching. I, the the fans aren't aren't playing. Okay, you know who got booed when they were here? Mike Piazza got booed when he was here. Carlos Beltran got booed when he was here. Guess what? They turned out just fine. They played the game, and fans love them universally. They didn't blame the fans. None of that. If you don't like it, look, if you don't like it, go play in Pittsburgh. End of story. I mean, that's the thing, though. That's just New York sports fans in general. They're going to be ruthless if you're not playing well, especially after you were in first place all year long and then choke. If, right. you, if you're doing that, yeah, the fans are going to be pretty pissed off. Like, that's that's very much expected. Like, John Carmo Stanton is two offers away from getting booed again across town in the Bronx over there. Fans are booing Gallo because he's striking out. They don't say anything. Nobody no, – they don't say anything because they're they're professionals. Like, this is the most – Mentally weak thing I've ever heard. And also, look, Javi Baez is here for two months probably, and then he's out. There's no, he could have just said, I'm not resigning here. It would have been better yeah, off. If the, you, I think you knew if, he, if the Mets didn't make the playoffs, he's not resigning in general, though, before this. Like. Right. But now, like, Frankie, Francisco Lindor, you're here for the next decade, pal. What are you doing? What he, are you doing? He's not playing well enough this year to be able to do that and think the fan base is going to be okay with him. No. And look. It probably came out the wrong way. Actually, it definitely came out the wrong way. Yeah. And like, peep, look, it, it came out the wrong way, but it's not how, it's not what you say. It's how the person perceives what you are saying. So even though it came out the wrong way, you look like an asshole and the team looks like they don't care about the fans now. Yeah, it's, it's just so weird seeing like the huge disconnect and like that, like, it's almost like a hatred that the fans have for the team now and that the team has for the fans. Like, I've never really seen this before. This is, it's really weird. No, Steve Cohen's got to figure some shit out right now. Well, apparently they have a players only meeting today. I don't know. Oh, not players only. They're having a meeting. Sandy made a statement, which actually, the statement made it worse because he threw Baez, tossed him under the bus, and then yeah, backed no, it up. Javi's going back to Chicago. There's just no, there's no way that. I think this here. damages his reputation for other teams too. Like, it definitely does. Like, that's like, because now players, I'm, I'm telling you, the team was probably split on this because only three guys on the team did it, right? It wasn't like a, a full celebration, right? Yeah. The whole team wasn't doing it. So now the players are probably split on this. And, like, if you're Pete Alonzo, like, you're the leader of the team, you're letting this go on, what are you doing, pal? 
What are you doing? What's going on here? There's no leadership. Rojas says this is the first time he's hearing about it, so he obviously has no he has no inkling of what's going on in that clubhouse. So, <laughs> so like, what? I never like, even thought about it that way with him. Right, like, like what? Like he has no clue what's happening. So, what, why are you bringing him back if he's out of touch with everything going on? Just get rid of, you know what? Get rid of everybody. You got get rid of everyone. Get rid of G, the GM. Get rid of the manager. Fire sale. Fire sale. Get bring Beltron back. He could he could let people know what it's like to play in New York and succeed and have ups and downs. That's what that's what you should do right now. And maybe make right the bench coach because guess what? That guy got booed too. Man, that'd be actually a really awesome coaching staff. That won't happen, but that'd no. be sweet. No, I mean they might as well bring right back. They're paying him for the next like five years anyway. They might so, as well bring right back to play at this point. Jesus, like I know, I know. It's it's insane. Like they they won not like Javi. I got a question for you. Was anybody booing you when you hit a home run yesterday in the third inning to give the Mets the lead? No. So like, this is the thing. You you if you want to like I said if you want to use it as motivation, fine. Don't let that shit get outside the clubhouse, man. Yeah, it, it's it's one of those things. It's like as a fan, you're probably like, like obviously we're gonna be mad. Like what? Like you guys are doing this for a living. You you should expect this. You get booed on the road all the time, and if you're not performing in front of your fans, what do you expect? Like, do you, and like now everybody's making it like like I know you're 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 living Chicago, but like the the high and mighty Cubs fan is making it like the Mets fans are the only ones that boo their players. Like no, like, dude, like look at every single player that's ever played in Philly. Right. Like, are you kidding me? Like, like, this is the most mentally soft thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It's, it's funny because, like, I, I see all these Cubs, like, accounts and everything. Like, oh, the Mets don't der- deserve hobby buys. The Mets fans don't deserve this, man. It's like, you know what? Like, they, it's, I don't know. I thought that's kind of a weird thing to say at this point. It's like, he's not playing well for the Mets. Right. It's like, not, it's like, not he's, like he's, it's not like he's playing. How he did in 2016 when he was arguably the best shortstop in baseball, helping the Cubs win a World Series. Like he's playing like crap in New York. Right. He's hit. He's hit a couple home runs now. He's starting to get hot, and now you do this. This is yeah. this is like insane, insane. I, right, I would I would honestly be stunned if he doesn't go back to the Cubs this offseason because I don't think a lot of other teams are going to be willing to pay him that much money when he's doing stuff like this and he's not performing well. The team that's going to be willing to pay him is the Cubs. Right, and he's going to get the low ball offer from the Cubs, and that's where he's going to go. Exactly. I think, I think Javi and Rizzo are definitely going back. You think Rizzo is too? Yeah. I think he's staying. I don't know. I It seems like he likes it. I, I think Chris Bryant's resigned with the Giants 100%. Like, he too. seems like he absolutely loves it. But I think Rizzo doesn't seem like pumped to be in New York, but I feel like it's a, they have enough money to make him like it a lot. Bro, the guy's got a bar across the street from Wrigley. He's going back. Actually, it's not named after him. It's named after some other dude, like years uh-huh. ago. That's I thought it was named after him when I first went there, but I was like, "Oh no!" It's I did too. That place is huge, by the way. Yeah, it's giant. Yeah, it's, oh. I thought I was like, I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Rizzo's got a bar here, like, and then they're like, "No, that's that's like some dude that owned it like in the '70s." I was like, "Oh, fuck, never mind." All right, whatever. It's cool. It's cool to think. Though. It's it's cool to think about. I mean, he's he's the dude that all, all the Cubs say they've never had like a captain with like a C on their chest, but all the Cubs fans are like put the C on his chest, like he's the dude. So I think he's going back. So I mean, I I would love that. Home. That'd be that'd be awesome. I know, as you come to New York, so there you go. <laughs> True. I mean, I'd still rather be a Cubs fan than a Yankee fan. So we all would. All right. So let's get off uh, thumbs down the thumbs down saga. Um, we're going best. I'm the no underdogs for me today. By the way, this is episode number ninety nine of Daily Dingers. Tomorrow is episode one hundred. 
I can't believe that there have been a hundred, uh, almost a hundred episodes of this. This is insane. Um, we're thinking about something. A quick a hundred. Quick hundred. Long season, man. Long season. So I don't have an underdog today because I don't like any of them. Um, I'm just doing two best bets. We got a juicy home run prop parlay together here. So Jack, what is your best bet for today? It is Monday. It's August 30th. Yeah, this theme, this game is going to be very much consistent throughout the show. I got Reds over five total game at minus 121. Their numbers, I mean, like you can talk about too, Steve. Their numbers against John Lester are absolutely absurd, and they're hitting at home where they always dominate. Like, it's just like Suarez is at 372 with six homer, three doubles. You look at as Drew Rare, all people sitting 260. You got Nick Castellano, seven for 14, three homers and a double. Like these dudes rake off of John Lester. They rake off of lefties in general, but then John Lester too. And I like the whole game because the Cardinals bullpen is in a free fall right now. They can't get anything right. Like, do you see what the Pirates did to them this weekend? It's crazy. I know. I know. I, dude, and also, but I just want to mention this sneaky, sneaky pickup as Drupal Cabrera. I know. I didn't even realize they had him until I was looking at the stats this year. I was like, "Ooh, that was." Well, kind of this nice. happened. This happened last week. He. Oh went, yeah. He went. There was no like non waiver trade deadline. It was just guys got released to shed salary, and they had to go through waivers, and the Reds picked him up. Sneaky. That's such a sneaky little move because he can play like a lot of positions, and that dude still just hits the ball hard. Cabrera, wily veteran. He could play a bunch of different positions. He hits the ball well. You could hit him pretty much anywhere in the lineup. I really like that pickup for them. And he's been there before. Like he's been on, he's been to a World Series. So yeah, he he doesn't need to be a guy that starts for them every single day though either. Like just come in, platoon a little bit, help some dudes get some rest. Like that's nice all you need hit. from him. Nice pinch hit off the bench. Yeah, I I like that pickup a lot. The Reds could be, they could be kind of a sneaky team in the playoffs. They could. They like. have, that one game playoffs tough though. That's the only thing. Like, one game playoff against either the Giants or Dodgers is a tough draw. That's right. a tough draw. It's a tough task. All Especially right. like Kevin Gosman's looking like Kevin Gosman lately, too, which is like he wasn't looking like him for the past month, and you got Logan Webb. I, I, I can talk about the Giants forever. But you can talk about the Giants forever. I mean. Just like you with the Mets, <laughs> except yeah. I'm not ranting it right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm ranting. Um, so I, we're sticking with the Reds theme here on mine. I'm doing a first five. Reds first five team total over two and a half. That's at minus 125 on DraftKings. Look, I don't need to go into this. The, the, you've said some of the numbers against John Lester, and like even just between Suarez and Castellanos, they can hit this in the first inning. Like two Literally. and a half? Minus, you better, like, I'm telling you right now, you better look. This thing might have moved already because two and a half seems extremely, That's extremely low. low. This might have moved to three and a half, so you better check. Um, but, yeah, I mean – this is my bet. That's my best bet of the day. That is my lock. I don't use the word lock often on this. That is a lock. That today. yeah. That no. That's on points bet. They don't have the first five team totals. So that's why I went full game because yeah. like just some books don't don't have that. But I, if your book has first five over, absolutely hammer that today. Absolutely. All right. So now you have an underdog. I don't. What do you got here? Yeah, it's actually my Giants plus one fifteen at home against Corbin Burns. Uh, I th- you know, I, the Giants, they do have the best record in baseball, right? But I don't think they should only be plus 115 against Corbin Burns when Johnny Cueto's on the mound. Who, I mean, he's, he's fine. He's, he's just he's nothing special right now. Um, at the same time, too, the Giants back at home after kind of a 
tough, tough little road trip against Atlanta. It's the first series they dropped in like 10 or some series, which is crazy. Uh, I, I think they need to get started on the right foot back at home where they're comfortable, where they play like 20 times better. It, it's crazy. I think they're the, by far the best home team in baseball, and it's not close either. So give me that against Corbin Burns today. It seems like everyone's probably going to be better than the Brewers after the Giants just lost the series and there's Corbin Burns. But I think this is a really good spot for the Giants to win a game here that they need to win to get like kind of going back where they need to be. What I like about that too is that line moved from plus one twenty five to plus one fifteen in like an hour. Um, I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not a big like. I know Corbin Burns is good, but I just feel like this is a weird spot in San Fran. I I don't know. I feel like the Giants are going to win this game tonight. There's just I don't. I think the Giants are more capable of winning a close game than the Brewers are right now. And I could be wrong here. I feel like the Brewers have been struggling a little. I'm not sure, to be honest. Cause I think I think they've been doing all right. I think they've just been keep on keeping on. They haven't been doing anything special. They haven't been doing terrible. But what scares me, though, is that in a low-score game, which will probably be tonight, the Brewers have probably the best bullpen in baseball. Yeah, they their bullpen It's It's scary but the giants play really good team baseball and small ball they have the most home runs too in the mlb so i i I think it's the giants hitting just outweighs the brewers right now but it's gonna i think this whole series is gonna be fun to watch though it's two really good pitching staffs it's a potential nlcs preview very very much so i that's actually if you had to tell me what it's gonna be right now that's what i would pick yeah that's a potential nlcs preview so we'll see um, all right, no underdog for me. I'm doing another best bet. Twins, money line, minus 122 against the Tigers. So the Twins are officially off the no bet list after three months. It's been a long time. Look, I this is what I believe here. I think there is no feasible reason why the Twins should be favored against the Tigers on the road with Casey Mize on the mound. There's just no reason for it. They're five games worse than them. They're in last place, and they're on the road throwing Bailey Ober. He's a creative player from, from the show. Like <laughs> Literally their whole pitching staff. Their whole pitching staff. So based on nothing else but the line, I'm going with the Twins because I feel like the public is going to be all over the Tigers at plus money today because it's especially like plus 104. Home. Especially at home, Casey Mize, like just give me the Twins on the money line here, minus 122. Yeah, it's a little fishy because I think when you look at it too, you're like, like oh, like the Tigers, it seems kind of like a, ti- like a Tigers line at first because you're like, oh, the Tigers aren't – that good, but then you're like, oh, wait, they're actually five games better than the Twins right now. It's weird. Yeah, the Twins are in the last place in that division. They're very bad. I didn't realize how terrible it was until you like told me, you're like, wait, dude, they're like literally five games worse than the Tigers. And I was like, that's bad because the Tigers are trash. Right. It's bad. Like, they're, they're bad. And the Tigers have a better record than the Mets, so there you go. That tells you all you need to know about that. Do they really? I think it's the same. No. Oh, my God. I didn't know the Mets were in that much of a free fall. Yeah, dude, they stink. All right, so... That brings us to under, our under ninety-one and a half wins, but easy. Oh, you're, money. Oh, you're done. That's that's easy money. That's money. money right there. <laughs> I feel bad for anybody who took that over. All right, so that's going to bring us to our daily dinger for number ninety-nine here. This is episode ninety-nine daily dingers. We're actually doing a little something here. Um, we're doing a home run prop parlay in honor of the Reds. Jack, oh, yeah. tell them what we got. I'll, I'll give him my first leg of it. You give him your second half of it. Perfect. I'm going to go. So we both picked. It's the same game parlay. We already discussed the game. I'm going Nick Castellanos 
hopefully there's some kind of tragedy going on today while he's at Patton, and there will be a for sure thing that he's going to hit a home run. He's 7 for 14 with three homers and a double, only one strikeout in his career against John Lester. He just owns the dude. I you listen. I don't. I don't hope for bad things to happen or tragedies, but maybe something bad happens by the time Nick Castellanos gets to the plate tonight. At some point, that would be kind of nice. It would be. It would be. It's almost a guarantee that he'll hit a home run when something bad is happening. It's true. It's true. And on the second leg, which will bring this to plus twelve eleven, I'm going with Eugenio Suarez. Um, so he is hitting. 372 against Leicester for his career, which is 16 for 43. Um, he's got three doubles, and he's got six home runs. I don't think I've seen this level of ownership uh, against anyone like in the majors. So uh, Suarez, Castellanos, plus 12-11, home run prop parlay. Let's go. Yeah, that's pretty insane, the ownership that Suarez has over Leicester. Like, I have not seen that. Dude, 16 hits off of him, nine of them for extra bases. That's crazy. It's nuts. His OPS is, is through the roof. Um, all right, let's go. Nerfy, what do you got here? Yeah, we're going Phillies Nationals. It's in, in Washington. You got Zach Wheeler on the mound for the Phillies, which is almost a guarantee against the Nationals right now. Then Josiah Gray against the Phillies. Phillies can't really hit worth a lick on the road. And Gray's actually, as you kind of were talking to me earlier, been very good since they picked him up from the Dodgers. I, I like that a lot tonight. I think it's kind of a sneaky nerfy at minus one twenty-two. So that's a good number. That's a number that usually hits. Yeah, it's like it's not enough to make people like hammer it. I feel like, but it's still there. Yeah, I agree. So, all right, that's really it for t- t- for today. Don't forget, tomorrow is episode number one hundred of Daily Dingers. I don't know what we're going to do. We got to discuss maybe, this. Maybe we bring on a couple guests. Maybe I don't, like I'm sure we can figure something. Do we like shuffle guests in and out? Possibly, possibly. Maybe cuz I think it'd be fun to get a couple interviews of those people too. Like we'll figure it out. We'll talk I we should probably should have planned for this a couple days in advance, but I think the last secondness of it will be kind of fun. So I I agree. I mean, Jason told me to plan for it like a month ago and I just was like, yeah, we will and then, you know, things got busy. Well, and then you you don't think about it and they're like, "Oh, wait, that's coming up." It's true. All right, so here we are, but tomorrow, episode 100. I think I'm going to wear the big stupid hat. We'll see. Um, I mean, might have to happen. Have to happen. Or if you get one of those little birthday hats, little cone. Maybe that's a good that's a good one. Like, That'd be I, sweet. I don't know. I'd have to go to Walgreens. I don't want to do that. You go to the Dollar Tree. <laughs> I don't have one of those. I got a Walgreens right around the block. Go right there. There you go. So there you go. All right, everyone. Don't forget to go to thegameday.com and check out everything that our affiliates have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe to Daily Dingers on Apple, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Those are your best bets for Monday, August 30th. For Jack Perotti, I'm Steve Armato. We will see you tomorrow for episode number 100.